Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, all. I would like to welcome you to our Blog Talk Radio show. Today is Saturday, May 18th, and today is our launch day, and we are so happy that you're joining us today. So welcome again to This is Pinkflip, Taking Back Our Lives, and please allow me to introduce myself. I am your speaker and host, Alicia Brown, and I am also the author of Pink Slip, Diary of a Black Author. During today's half-hour session, we will review what we anticipate to provide you, our listeners. First, please allow me to give you a little background on how this motivational workshop was created. During one of our nation's most recent economic recessions, I was placed by working for one of the largest banks in my area in Charlotte, North Carolina. I was at the height of my career path, and then suddenly I was out of a job. I was forced to unemployment, which eventually led to long-term unemployment. February 2008 to March 2010 was a constant struggle for me as a single parent. I lost both of my homes. I lost two cars. And when I finally received long-term, be it temporary employment, March 2010, my daughter and I were actually had been downsized to a homeless shelter. I've been a writer since the summer of 1988 when I created my first screenplay. And a dear friend that helped me and my daughter countless times during our transitional ordeal during my unemployment stated to me that she just couldn't wait to see what type of book I would create based on my current experiences. And immediately, Pink Slip was my first source. I didn't know what direction I was going to take with that book title, but I just knew in my heart it was going to be a story about how I would change my life around. That being said, fast forward two years and Pink Slip was still just a name and a five-sentence synopsis. May 5, 2010, I was finally gainfully employed again, and the author letter assisted with helping we get my daughter and I out of the home shelter that assisted us during our time of need. The position in which I was hired was supposed to be for about 90 days. It was scary taking a position like that, but it was the highest paying position anyone had offered since I was displaced from my, let's say, 70000 plus a year job in December 2007, mind you, a week and a half before Christmas. I can honestly say... I was not my normal confident self when I started that role. I was finding and kind of hiding in my own self-pity regarding my economic slump. I soon learned, once on the position, that if I excelled, the job could last up to 18 months. And at that point, I was truly on a mission to prove myself worthy of that type of opportunity. And I did. I was glad to see that I was recognized for that. And they... They did put me down, and they extended my contract for 18 months. Now, I was given my end date for this contract position nine months in advance, and that was a bit of a solace for me because it gave me an opportunity to say, look, I need to go ahead and develop a plan on how I'm going to live off my unemployment again so that I won't lose everything that I was slowly trying to regain with my short-term unemployment here. So gave me my end date, nine months in advance, so I actually liked that, and I knew I wouldn't be blindsided by the given date of end of employment, 
and I structured a plan on how I would maintain my household until another opportunity presented itself. Surprisingly, I also learned while on this contract position that there was an opportunity of having just a six-month layoff and then actually being called back to work with that company for another 18-month contract. And mind you, at this time, there really weren't a lot of jobs paying over 20-something an hour. So it was kind of, what am I supposed to do? And I thought about it. Six months really isn't a long time, and I had pushed off pursuing my self-publishing mentor when I got laid off in 2007 because it was actually my goal to pursue that in 2008, but unemployment, unfortunately, required that I just postponed it. And at some point, I really just thought it was going to be an indefinite postponement, but I'm happy to say that it was not. So that being said, I devised my plan on how I would maintain my household and what my projected unemployment would be, and I was determined to spend my next six months layoff dedicated to finally pursuing my self-publishing venture. Now, during my layoff, I decided how can I build a following on Facebook with hope that would help my book sales. So I created a blog, and I titled it Diary of a Black Author. Five days into the blog, my daughter asked me one afternoon, she's like, Mommy, are you saving those blogs? Because people are making books like that, so your blogs, that can be a book too. And that's when the light bulb went off, pink slip, Diary of a Black Author, my motivational and inspirational journey to reclaim my life and follow my dreams. And that was today's of that book idea. Just It just fit perfectly at that time. And during the six-month layoff, Pink Slip just proved to offer countless other opportunities so that I can get out there and tell my story and hopefully motivate someone to start their journey or build their life because there were so many of us at that time. I've actually been a motivation speaker for over 10 years, I'm mainly focusing on single mothers. I've founded a single mothers association when I lived in New York before I relocated to Charlotte, North Carolina in 2001. So it was sort of second nature for me to be a motivational speaker and then to have the book on top of that, it just, everything just seemed to be coming into place and, and coming together for me. And I was able to get out there and share my story. I think one of the things that people constantly tell me is a lot of people want to go to different facilities and you want to speak to them and you can do this and you can do that. And I took pride in the fact that when I finally got the opportunity to go back to that very same homeless shelter, my first pink slip taken by our lives motivational workshop, I had the absolute honor of one year, one month, in eight days after my daughter and I exited that family promise homeless shelter program, they were my first choice to share my first workshop based on the pink slip, taking back our lives. And then there I was able to connect with those women because they knew not only did I know they struggled, but I had walked in their shoes. I had sat in that same place and slept in that same facility. And it just made them draw more into it. And it was an absolute pleasure and an honor to share my story with them, but even more so having them share their stories with me. Because there were so many of us out there at that time, 
have so much to tell and we're struggling so hard. And I just feel absolutely blessed to be able to share my story and hope it's going to help someone along their journey if they're rebuilding their lives too. So as I am preparing for the release of Pink Slip, Diary of a Black Author, I wanted to create a following before I schedule my first book signing and motivational workshop tour, hence the creation of today's blog talk show. So welcome and thank you for choosing our workshop to spend your Saturday morning enjoying us, speaking with us. We are looking forward to making this a very interactive program. I want to hear your stories, and I want to see how the different measures I've created will help you along the way. Not to say every measure you need to take, but how you can implement one or two that will help you on your journey and assist you on your journey. So I'm looking forward to the opportunity to share my struggles and triumphs with you, but I'm also looking forward to hearing yours and trusting that one or more of the measures I've placed in my life will assist you on your journey to reclaim your life and follow your dreams. As Oprah always says, live your best life, and that's what I'm striving to do as I'm still on my journey too, and I'm hoping to hear the progression of your struggles and your journey on how you're getting there and you're almost there too. So we are going to support each other in this program and so that we all can look forward to living our best lives and following our dreams. So as we begin, let today your journey begin. Our goal is we are going to strengthen your inner strength and build your resilience as you begin the process of reclaiming your life and following your dreams. And what I mean by this is sometimes, as I've learned, the strength and courage we all possess eludes us when our mind is clogged with so many issues, concerns like financial struggles, career struggles, and relationship struggles. Sadly, we as women will tend to make the ultimate sacrifice of losing sight of what makes us happy when in pursuing our long life dreams. So this way, we're going to find a balance. You know, we're not going to totally disrupt our lives as we have now, but we're going to see where we can prove it. And everything is baby steps, you know, baby steps. But I want you to get back into the path of living your dreams, creating the harmony in your life that you know you want and I know you deserve. So today, we start the path to regain that and rebuild our resilience and confidence to shake all the bad off and build the foundation to move forward toward our empowering goals. I am a strong advocate of motivational affirmations. So phase one of our motivational affirmations today, and say these with me because you have to hear it to believe it. So tell yourself, Dale, that you will do the following. One, you are going to choose to reinforce your mind positively. Two, you're going to choose an empowering attitude. And three, you're going to choose to overcome any unwanted obstacles. Four, let's choose to approach change with optimism. And five, choose to make each day better. Your life is so much happier when you choose to make each day better than the next. Six, let's choose to be a magnet of motivation for others because sometimes giving is so much more rewarding than receiving. And seven, let's just choose to be thankful 
but a gracious, glorious gift of choice. Because the choices that we make, they always tend to prove and dictate the life that we eventually live. So we're going to do this every day, and we're going to live it every day. And this is going to help us on our journey. So as we are transitioning to the inner you, the only way when anyone can move forward is to change. So first, we have to change our thought process. Changing your thought process can be a simple step, and you need to decide what you want to do, what you can do, and continue to motivate yourself to do it. Second, we need to change our approach on how we look at any given situation. Changing the approach to your goals, if at first you don't succeed, determine your ABCs. My daughter, she always asks me, Mommy, what do you mean by that? And I believe there is an A, B, and C to everything and anything. If your previous attempts were unsuccessful at a similar goal, then readjust your approach to accomplish that goal. There is an A, B, and C of everything. Three, we need to change our tactics. Embracing a new way of doing and thinking can make the difference between success and failure. So setting your goals and writing them down, make your checklist on how you will approach the change you want to make in your life. You have to see it to believe it. You've got to hear it to strive for it. These are the things that we want to continue to do because these are the paths and, and the steps that you make to rebuild your life, to change your thought process. So you'll take, make your plan, get your stick to those goals. So your first homework assignment for us is I want everyone, as soon as we finish the call today, create your transitioning checklist. Things to do. Create your list of things you want to change in your life, either your career, your relationship, or both, and set goals to accomplish them. It can be simple health. One of my biggest things is I have a health condition. That can be very disabling if I don't maintain my weight and don't eat properly. So health for me is to try to stay active. I want to lose weight, as all women do. That is a constant struggle. But actually really setting a plan on how we're going to lose weight. If it's physical, then you know you need to say, I'm going to just walk 30 minutes three times a week because that too can make a difference. And when we are feeling good about our bodies on the outside, we can feel so much better on the inside. So if these are goals that you want to set, we need to write them down because these are things you need to look at every day. You need to remind yourself of these things every day. If it's your career, then really think about If you're not happy in your job, where do you want to be? Where do you want to go when we start having kids and life starts falling on us? We forget what our dreams were, you know, and sometimes we need to revisit that. We'll be a better mom if we're happy, and we're showing our kids so much more than just getting a job. You know, we're not saying don't get a job, but I find that if you get a job and you love what you do, you're so much better at it, and that's definitely what we want to show our kids because who you are reflects in your personal life as well as your professional life. And we want to set those goals for ourselves, for our family, for our kids. 
So if it's a career, if it's something that you want to do, maybe start an online class or focus on an internal promotion. You know, we forget that sometimes. We don't look at the job ads. We don't look at how we want to advance. We get into a comfort zone. We're not happy in that comfort zone, but we get into a comfort zone because right now everyone is clinging to any form of stability where employment is concerned. But, again, focus on an internal promotion. What are some things that you know you can do, that you want to do, and how can you show them that you can be trusted with those responsibilities? So look internally. There may be opportunities for growth and advancement that way. Or some people can, some people can't. You may want to start your own business, but please don't go out and quit your job today to start your own business. But if you're interested in it, now is the time to research. Got to divide the plan, you know. Okay, yes, I want to start this business, but what is it going to cost me? Uh, What type of expenses will I have to incur? Even just down to even building the website, is that the first thing? You want to lay all of that out. You want to write it down. You want to come up with a plan before you jump into it. This way, you have better chances for success, and you won't feel as overwhelmed when you're structured and organized, your processes, your plans, and your agenda. So our goal, there's no telling what you can do when you get inspired by them, and there's no telling what you can do when you believe in them, and there's no telling what will happen when you act upon them. So what you did by achieving your goals, is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. And that being said, thank you so much for joining us today. And be inspired. Live your dreams. Set your goals. Create your transitioning checklist. And we will speak to each other again next week. And I look forward to the opportunity of hearing for the first time your name, Uh, what your dreams and ambitions are, and just a little bit of what you put on your transitioning checklist. So get out there, be inspired, and live your dreams. Thank you so much for joining Peak Flip. We are taking back our lives, and we are going to be transitioning to our inner self, transitioning you to the best you you want to be. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. So bye now.